Squib, squib, honk, be punk. Hey guys, it's uh, Supreme Leader Honk Master General Casey Rocket. Uh, so yeah, the the episode this week really dumb and a lot of noises that I'm just gonna leave in there just for the betterment of the general public. Which you know I don't see how that helps, but I don't see how it hurts either. Um, just helps you, you know. Every day is a learning experience, and the more you make noises to your friend Pierce in a podcast studio, the more you will slowly, slowly sink into a depression. So I think that's the idea of kind of this week's episode is just kind of just letting go in the words of Tyler Durden. Um, only when you lose everything are you truly free to do anything. And I think to that end, uh, the more honks and the more squeebs and the more the scarpian, the more kind of Italian voices you do, uh, not only the stronger your friendship gets, but uh, your willingness to die. So, you know, something to keep in mind. So we didn't do intros, so I'm just going to jump off on a couple of these, and there's nobody here to laugh, so these are going to feel really stupid. <clears throat> Who am I sitting here with? I'm sitting here with everybody loves Craymond. Damn, go ahead, Craymond. <laughs> While out on him. Raymond's flat out cray. So he's like a crazy Raymond, um, which is funny imagery, and his brother's a very large man who's very scary to look at. So very funny all around. Uh, a plus on that first one. Uh, here comes the second one. I'm sitting here with Icky Azalea. Jesus Christ, Icky, stop picking your nose. Uh, and that's funny. She's a rapper, so that's good stuff. All right, I'm sitting here with ChristianPringle.com. ChristianPringle.com. So, yeah. Uh, hmm, about me. You know, you never really think about it until you get asked these sorts of questions. <laughs> Yeah, so mainly I just, I love Christ, um, and Pringles, <laughs> uh, I love Pringles, and, uh, Mahomar Gaddafi, and scene, so very funny on that one, I'd say A plus on that too, that character coughs really big, because I smoke a lot of menthols, so I can relate to that, um, next one is, I'm sitting here with Cracker Barrel, so y'all are really just gonna tell me that you only serve saltines here, in an old wooden bucket? What a country. I'm sitting here with Skechers. Dude, I think those shoes went through my mom's jewelry drawer. Because they're sketchy. Wee big laughs. I'm sitting here with UFO. Unidentified flying Ubastank. And that's a good one to lead into the episode, folks. Um, so in the beginning here, I left a clip. We went through the basement of the podcast studio we've been recording at, and it was full of scary shit. And we talked about it for a long time, which I'm going to edit most of it out. So, squeeb honk. You guys can imagine what we said was, a pretty funny. Bye, gang. Oh, man. Yeah, we just went to Spook Basement. What else is new? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know how I'm going to do this podcast now after... He's got junk in the mind. ...figuring out fucking... I mean, there's got to be the ghosts of Latter-day Saints down there. Yeah, there's got to be John Saint. Yeah, John Saint, the ghost boy. And David Ladder. Dude, these are the kind of ghosts that'll diddle you, you know? These, yeah, they'll these grab your butt, butt. ghosts, dude. Uh-huh. I watched a whole thing about the Church of Latter-day Saints, and they fucking diddle. Yeah. Fucking. They'll the, smooch the a finger mad, in there. The mad diddlers, dude. Fucking DJ Diddle. Holy shit. DJ that's, Diddle stuff? That's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, we're in a podcast studio. We went in the basement, and it's just full of bicentennial fucking Idaho posters and also all this unkempt food and, like, hair, like, human hair, like, boxes and boxes and boxes of it. And fucking, like, little peepholes where more mice look at you. Bunch of mice. Bugs say hi. (laughs) (laughs) A bug say hi. Say hi. Bug go, hi, it's me. Good morning, Dr. Casey Falco. Meter maid. Clap your hands. Honk, honk, honk. It's funny because when we moved here, like I had, I like came up with like a genuine plan. If 
the end of the world happens. Oh, okay. Like, I thought Atlanta, not too bad, but there's a lot of people and a lot of dangerous people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but Idaho. Plenty of room. I feel like you can run, you know? So, like, my biggest plan was drive up Bogus Basin Road and just invade that top house. Okay. You know, and you can see the whole valley, you can see the road, and you just fucking live and just that watch house. it burn. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like maybe once a month you wander back down into town to get supplies. And that's that's when it's dangerous. Yeah, that's know? when you gotta be fucking armed to the goddamn teeth. But see, up there I feel like you're a target, you know, because other people gotta be thinking the same thing. Well, it's a it's the idea of higher ground. I mean, yeah. there's gonna be all those fucking peasants down there wanting a handout. See, but now with this new discovery, I feel like I can hide in plain sight here. You know, I ain't fucking dude. That basement's gotta be fucking bomb proof for sure. I mean, that's gotta be fifteen, twenty feet underground. And even if they bomb downtown Boise, I mean, we're we're pretty good distance. Probably five miles from it as a glow fly, crow fly, three mile, two mile. Oh, I'm I'm definitely not worried about Boise ever being bombed. But well, it could the, get nuked. The mass hysteria of the end of the world is gonna. It's obviously gonna cla- cause uh, wavelengths everywhere, or whatever it's called, ripples. Ripple effect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I've always wanted to just go to a CBS and just fucking barricade the doors and just like take all kinds of combinations of Xanax and Adderall. Oh yeah. I mean, that would be one of the first things I do. That would be the first thing. Is I'm raiding a pharmacy. And for I'm sure. a ton of Oxycontin. And then I'm trading that for liquor. Because by the time I've raided the liquor store, there's somebody who will admit me to it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ally with him early on, for sure. Because yeah. I'm going opiates. It's just a safer route. Yeah, because if I start boozing at the end of the world, I got like a day and a half. Yeah, you don't got much time. You're just going to wander into a crevice. And yeah. Just, fucking <laughs> just get incinerated. Dude, I, I'm going to fall. I, I'm going to fucking drown in one of the goddamn canals here, dude. <laughs> but I do look all that good water. And then I'll fall in it and fucking just drown. Bro, we have a ton of water. You don't have to. Yeah, give me a thirsty. It's a bit thirsty. I got to wash my body in it. <laughs> fucking current just takes me off. You have your shoes and like all these heavy clothes on because you keep. <laughs> it's the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> it just sweeps you away. <laughs> and I just do a pure screech while I'm being dragged and you away. Can, they say on a cold night you can still hear the screech for fucking and 10 p.m. Pierce drown in an urban river. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can hear it just miles away. I think he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> the current's taking him. I'm just so drunk I don't get hypothermia somehow. <laughs> Miracle of science. Your blood's too thin. Yeah. It's impossible. Dude, fuck, I just, I fucking, my genes mutate and I become cold-blooded like an alligator. <laughs> they turn like... to gill genes. <laughs> Levi's gills. So, yeah, I mean, you know, let's, I, I got something here. I got something right. here. Okay. What town, where do you think, where is Grimace's bug out zone? You know? Okay. You're saying is like and when the world. shit hits the fan. Yeah. What's Grimace's bug out plan? Manila, baby. Manila? Uh-huh. Like folders. No. <laughs> I'm talking about like the office. color Manila. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking thrilling Manila. I'm talking Philippines, baby. He's Manila? going down there. And I don't know if Manila is still a place, but I think it is. I think you're right. That uh, sounds accurate. It, a lot of jungle around for foliage. See, but how how you get into Manila? If you're in the continental United well, States. Well, if you're Grimace. Because we know he's here right now. Yeah, Burrow. Oh, well, yeah, our alarms have been going off for weeks. Yeah. I mean, listen, we all know Grimace has incredible burrowing skills. I mean, fucking Dig Dug ain't got nothing on Grimace. No. Grimace can burrow like fucking Elon Musk's goddamn boring company, dude. Mm-hmm. And in fact, dude, good. they they hired Grimace as a uh, subcontractor for the boring, boring company to... Uh, Dig the Hyperloop tunnels. Grimace yeah. is just fucking eating that L.A. like soil, dude. <laughs> he works alone. And yeah. all he has is one partner, and it's a new one every day because he eat him when he get hungry. <laughs> Lunch break. <laughs> fucking. Thank you for your service. Eats the temp that they hired. He fucking like eats them in half, but like not in the traditional way of like legs first. He like eats them like right down the middle, like where the head is. I'm thinking like, like core. Like he takes just a big old bite of, out of the, out of the stomach, stomach and groin. <laughs> and so they he don't just bleed has out. his fucking knee down, knees down, <laughs> belly button up, dude. And he doesn't even fucking die because Grimace just uses his fucking hot oven mitts to just cauterize his wounds. <laughs> and then they fucking sew his legs onto his Got him low belly. Back. Yeah. 
<laughs> so his legs on his back make him walk around like a fucking crab. You become like Hank Hill's dad in mm-hmm. fucking King of the Hill and you're waddling around. Big scary. Look like wah, wah, look like wah. something out of Silent Hill. <laughs> and then Grim that's what Grimus does. Wah, wah. Well, I think Manila has great foliage. I think it has great young people for him to eat and he's gonna open up a fucking street food place that just only serves Mushu Guy Pan. <laughs> And instead of the traditional beef dish, it's just going to be fucking sticky notes. Okay. Put in sauce. <laughs> Tasty for Tasty. my body. Thank you. Roll it up, call it a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> With your imagination, this can be anything. <laughs> That's the ads. He buys he out all the or- billboards. He does space. origami food. Yeah. And just covers it in sauce because there's no protein because it's the end of the world. Yeah, can I get a number seven, the burger and fries? Burr, burr, burr. And then he fucking, which means... Bunch lo- of notebook paper. Yeah. Up to look like a hot dog. <laughs> just an old copy of Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking covered in goddamn Sushjin sauce. <laughs> Sushjin Steven sauce. <laughs> So my <laughs> guess is Grimace is gonna he's gonna go to the fucking heart of it, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about United States, Eastern Coast, Northeastern Coast, New York City, Boston. Okay, he's in the thick of uh, it. Whitey know, Bulger territory. Yeah, you know he's gonna be in the thick of it, dude. Because Grimace, he's gonna be an apocalypse machine, dude. Oh, bullets can't hurt him. Super predator. He's got everything he wants. Dude. He can just fucking eat street signs if he wants to for sustenance. And sometimes he does. He can just fucking throw people at. Fucking buildings just hurl them into the air through like the 70th floor of the One World Trade Center. <laughs> and the other one just collapses by sheer sonic and just boom. just fucking screeching around the city. It'd be like a <laughs> I Am Legend, but instead of a ton of zombies, it's just Grimace. It's just one dude and yeah. everybody's fucked. It's, it's the opposite way. Like, okay. Yeah. Instead of all, like it's Will Smith, the only regular dude, and it's all those fucking zombie vampires living in the subways. It's every all the people are hiding scared all day, and it's Grimace just wandering around the city, <laughs> fucking <laughs> screeching at people. You can't go out at night, and you can't go out at day because he's, you can't he's ever better. Go out. Yeah, no, they live in the subways, inside. dude. People's <laughs> he general feels your vibrations. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. He's like a tremor. From and the people Kevin turn Bacon into movie. fucking cannibals, and they're just eating each other down the subways. Because he's and eating all the regular food and honestly, all the metal. the bravest people, they just fucking go out, dude, and they risk it. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to sacrifice myself to Grimace. Grimace becomes God. People yeah. pray to him, and then they bring, they drag sacrifices out mm-hmm. of the subways for them to be uh, devoured by Grimace, if you will. Publicly, yeah. It's yeah. like the burnings at the stake, but he doesn't burn anything cookie. Just and then, there. after 10 or so years, uh, it becomes a collective between the two. You know, they become a sim- symbiotic, if you will. Yes. The people bring out sacrifices, Grimace eats on the peoples, and then they go back into their uh, their their caves in the subway. And then Grimace, in turn, live. Grimace burrows, creating them uh, a whole new... More cities. Yeah, more <laughs> underground cities. So they hide from Grimace, but they also love him and fear him. And that's how the new version of Christianity started. And that's how Grimby Jesus was born. <laughs> and also he is shapeshifter. So he's all the taxi drivers in the town are him and all the politicians Wait, are Grimace. Are you telling me that he fucking shapeshifts into Robert De Niro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just Every Robert De Niro from Taxi role. Driver. <laughs> All of his different af- all, all his different outfits where he does the mohawk and mm-hmm. he has sunglasses. And he's going to kill a governor. Jacket. Yeah, he kills a governor. But instead he saves Jody Foster <laughs> by killing a man with his mouth bullets. Just <laughs> <laughs> shooting bullets out of his throat. Grimace is a lot like The Mask uh, starring Jamie Kennedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Mask 3. Oh, obviously the most underrated <laughs> mask film. <laughs> <laughs> right off the top of your head, most underrated mask, Jamie Kennedy, The Mask Returns. Um, yeah, no, he, he operates on much the same wavelength where he can kind of just, if you shoot him with a bullet, he kind of acts like he's dying just to fuck with you, and then he kind of stands straight up and just gives you a fucking nuts smirk and shoots all the bullets out of his he belly. Goes, and he fucking honk, honk. fucking puffs his stomach out real quick and shoots squeak, all the bullets squeak. back out of him. Yeah, and it kills like fucking... Innocent bystanders. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like that, man. That would be nice for me. So I'd ask Casey today if uh, if we could uh, 
if our system here could record ghosts because I'm dead. Yeah, so Pierce shot me a text earlier. I was laying in bed, and he went ahead and let me know, hey, Puffy Pierce is dead, he poo. And instead of that, he said, Pierce is dead, and I'm dead. And Pierce, what did you mean, buddy? I'm dead, I'm a ghost, and I'm one of the ghosts that now haunt this this building. He live in the basement with I all the Mormon all the food. dry potatoes. I don't, I don't mix any of that fucking end of the world food with water, which is what you're supposed to. I just fucking eat it dry. He just eats just the honey. You just hear me coughing all night because I'm just <laughs> choking down powder. <laughs> there is no discernible clean water. It's all rust water down there. So he is very ill. But he's already dead. So That's what I mean by when I said I died. He be dead now. Well, he also just eats all the honey like he Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Me, me. I'm more of a piglet. Oh, big pig. Big piggle. Hi, Winnie. It's me, piglet. Hey, Casey, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to do uh, your FDR impression for our uh, listeners. I don't even remember how it goes. Oh, you know. Uh, you know exactly how it goes. You know what you've done. It's you... me, FDR. My wife was a lesbian. And America's better for it. Fantastic. That's, I mean, that's... I save that video and I watch it every morning because it's so inspirational. R-O-C-K in the USA. Yep. FDR, baby. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that Franklin Delano Roosevelt was one of the Beach Boys. Yes. <laughs> R-O-C-K in the USA was his idea and it was originally uh, called P-O-L-I-O. Um, <laughs> it was called Polio in the USA. And... <laughs> And then he uh, <laughs> he came out with uh, uh, their their studio hit, um, Everybody Gone Surfing in Internment Camps. Yeah. <laughs> that was his favorite. And then there was also Everybody Gone Surfing, but I got to stay at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> my legs don't work and I can't swim. I don't swim as well as I used to on account <laughs> that my legs don't work. Wah, wah. <laughs> Eleanor, will you take me to the house? <laughs> Wheel me in. Weber. A weeblan. Cardio. I got to do more cardio. What, what do you think Grimace's favorite kind of cardio is? Uh, chasing people. Mm-hmm. He chased cars like how dogs do it, but he just does it to push the car over. And he fucking puts his mouth around the muffler and blows it in. It blows up the car and kills all the people inside. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He blew up that car with Robert De Niro in it in Casino, <laughs> but he did it with his mouth. <laughs> it's scary. It's just scary to think about, man. Like what he's capable of, and it's crazy that he made Joe Pesci stop acting. Yeah, it was just a very fucking. It's just a brutal threat on his life. He said, "You get behind. <laughs> you get behind the lens of a fucking camera one more time. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your fucking kneecaps." <laughs> Just take a bite out of the knee and just eats the kneecap. <laughs> so he has his whole legs, but they're just fucking limp. Yeah, they're just loose. That's why Joe Pesci's so short. Just dead. He ate legs. his kneecaps and it took fucking eight inches off him. <laughs> he's gonna. He, he threatened him. He said he's gonna do the thing like the mask, but instead of bullets, he's just gonna eat a bunch of baseball bats. Goddamn, just shoot him at him. <laughs> fucking hit him right in the joints. Arthritis. And then fucking shoot a bunch of CBD at him, so it's completely pain free. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the magic of Grimby. He created CBD so that all the teenagers can spend a lot of money on something. Crippled, that doesn't get him high, but in no pain, which is clearly more frustrating. <laughs> you It'd just be can't better if you move, had done but it you're not hurting. You're like, why? You know? <laughs> I don't even feel alive. I feel less alive. If you got a little pain, then you can justify it. You're like, well, this makes sense why I'm crippled. But now I just ain't got no kneecap. <laughs> no, no more kneecap for me. Now, I've heard of NICAP, the North American UFO Investigation Service, but kneecap? Oh, see, nightcap to me, was a solo cup filled with liquor. <laughs> so I black out, but I don't fall asleep and I get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I wander the streets until I punch a mailbox. <laughs> yeah. I Drunk and disorderly <laughs> in Canton. <laughs> <laughs> the old ball ground special. <laughs> I'd like that. Uh, let me let me smoke real quick. Let me have a city <laughs> <laughs> That basement messed me up. You want to come with me, buddy? All right, we'll be back.
at a spooky spooky basement. Yeah. What would you do if you actually did see a ghost? I'd probably just scream at it. Like, scream at the ghost. Like, don't! Stop! No more! That's probably what I'd do. Honestly, I think I'd be frozen with fear. If we're gonna get real, I think I'd be frozen with fear, and I'd probably have a fucking stroke. Yeah, I think anything the, that really scares me, I'd probably have a stroke. I think I'm really close to the big one. The ghost would just be, oh, fuck, man. <coughs> Damn it. <laughs> then he'd feel obligated, you know, he'd drag me up the stairs and Throw put you around. me on the sidewalk and call an ambulance. You're, you're not dying, man. <laughs> Does the whole Reservoir Dogs thing. <laughs> hey, you're not, Pierce, eyes, eyes. And suddenly you're the most comforted you've ever been. <sighs> feel a warmth. Yeah. <laughs> Spread across my body. You're not done yet. You got five more episodes of the Grimace Half Hour Power Hour until it gets canceled. <laughs> yeah, I just went in that basement with no lights on and just the camera and the flash. It was scary. It was a bit spooky. It was a bad idea. It is a bit spook. Yeah, I'd like that. My uncle was really haunted. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He had to get an exorcism. Haunted by the, haunted by the ghosts of alcoholism. <laughs> he was very spook. He was like he played with Ouija boards in college, and then, uh, and then he had a big old spooky red-eyed, black-haired ghost in his house for a while. And his son would have night terrors, and they had to get an exorcism. Are you being serious? Yeah, man. You're dead serious. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, pretty scary. <laughs> and uh, yeah, his son would have crazy nightmares and stuff about like three-headed, three-headed people in his room and shit, and like all, all kinds of stuff. And then an Al Qaeda. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a Muslim individual with two heads in his hands that he decapitated. Oh. Uh, and ISIS is what it was. Um, yeah. Is that racist? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and, yeah, well, he did Ouija really big. And then, like, he had all this crazy stuff happen, and, like, over the years, and he always felt like people were like watching him and like he would always see this guy in a black coat in his house and stuff. And then when they were having a Halloween party, this woman was walking up his stairs and I think about this like all the time. And, uh, she was like a neighbor and she was like, I'm going to go use the bathroom upstairs. And she went upstairs and she said, she just saw two black hands come around the corner, like a hair, like a horror movie, you know? And then just a head just came around the corner and it was just pure red eyes with long, like black, like, fucking like Medusa hair type of deal and she got so scared she fell down the whole staircase much like the Babadook it was very Babadook adjacent if I had a Babadook I'd, I'd just I'd get it I'd corner it and I'd just make it say Baba Babadook and then I'd get it's belly and fucking ooh got your belly play twister with it's ass yeah I bet Babadook is nimble nimble as can be nimbleism Nepotism. <laughs> I would like to get Babadook and just give him a neppy pot and fucking clear out his oh, sinuses. Oh, you're probably just congested, you poor thing. That's why you're so angry. Baba, and then you give him a neppy, and he's like, hey, man, um, you know, I shouldn't have came in here. I'm sorry about all that. I'm sorry about giving your son that spooky Dude, book. Dude, I've been congested for 300 years. You know how mad that makes you? Huh? You have any ideas? You know what? Baba, he gets mad again. And they pick you up. Fucking toss ya. Yeah, I was outside and there was a fucking uh, beautiful, what's it called, man? It's a Kevin Spacey movie. American Beauty. There was like a big whirlwind of trash on the sidewalk, but there was no wind. Uh-oh. I know. Where did it come from? You want to play that game that I was telling you? <laughs> we, we must have let the spirits out of this place. Yeah, we shouldn't open that door because well, now there's it's a, a bunch of LDS. We have, we have this cardboard cutout of... Stone Cold Steve Austin protecting us. Uh-huh. It's much like hanging a crucifix above your bed. Yeah, except it's goddamn anti-religious. <laughs> it's about you see those fucking self-worth. hands. Look at you those, see those hands on him. He's like, dude, you fucking touch his, you touch his little boy body, you touch Pierce's little boy body. I'm a, I'm a fucking haunt you. Hey, brother, let me talk to you real quick. That's not what he sounds like. <laughs> hey, brother, it's me, Stone Cold. <laughs> hey, you wanna fuck with my friend Pierce? Open up Candy Wall Pass on bitch ass. Yep. Pussy ass. And he pick him up and he toss him. <laughs> you want to play that game that I was telling you about where we go? Uh, you say, I want to be blank so I can do blank. Remember? I was oh, telling you. Yeah. Where you go, uh, vaguely. I want to be a school bus. 
so I can go over all the speed bumps. <laughs> That's how you do it. But it's just, a, I want to be an astronaut so I can make the moon made out of cheese. Okay. It's fun. You do it. Yeah. We all do it. There's no prompt. I just, I got a free ball. It. Yep. You got a free ball. It's free skill. I want to be a computer monitor so I can pull up E-bombs world. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I wish I was lettuce. So little rabbits eat me. Mm-hmm. Now okay. we're on the right track, baby. Um, all right. <clears throat> I think I got the hang of this. Um, I wish I was a radish. What? So little rabbits eat me. <laughs> that is a big part of the game is, is what rabbits will do. Hold on, do to I you. think I think I got this. I I think I'm gonna do this again. Um, I wish I was a carrot. So little rabbits eat me. It has to be about rabbits, right? Yes, I wish I was a rabbit's foot. So I can bring people good luck. Okay. Um, I wish I was a piece of gum so I could get stuck in someone's pocket and ruin their favorite pair of pants. <laughs> I wish I was a monster truck. Big wheels go vroom, vroom in front of crowd. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, I wish I was gasoline so I could be huffed for fun. <laughs> I wish I was a throwing star. So I could ruin a teenager's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it feels good. We got 30 more minutes of this. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wish I was monster energy so I can be inside of Kyle's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a thrift store so I can have one misplaced wallet. That's old and no one yeah. buy it. Okay, so I'm about <laughs> done with this. Uh, Let's do one more piece. Okay. One more. Um, <laughs> so I pretty much fucking hate this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I was the grimmest half hour power hour. So no one can listen to me. <laughs> Wee! Squeep. Durder. Uh, I wish I was a fire alarm. Ruin all the important documents. Yeah. All and right. That'll be it. So this has gone downhill very quickly. I think people like stuff like that, and I think that's why they listen. Is okay. So you do baba noise. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone's in, entitled to their own uh, opinion. Well, among other things, this podcast is about baba noise, and it's about also, it's about Grimby and Bess. I mean, we definitely make a lot of noises. Skagurgur. Yeah, so I went to Grinker's last night, fucking video game place in Eagle, Idaho. Real place called Ginkers. Real place called Gr Grinko's, and uh, it's called Seth Gecko, uh, star uh, from Dustal Dawn, and it's full of like vintage video games. And it was Cody Colgan's birthday, who was fucking friend of the show, and I was playing fucking I don't know some crazy game or something like being loose and. I set my water down in a styrofoam cup, and then I got done with game. I lost game. No big deal. And I grabbed the styrofoam cup, and I started walking away, and I just took a big old swig, and I could just smell it in my nose that it was like, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like one of those carbonated limeritas or something. Like one of the new fruity thing or something, and I just like spit it everywhere. Claw? I think it, it could have been a White Claw or one of those Trulies or something. And I just I just did a spit take. I just spit it all out like, like just there was people everywhere. I was like, oh, and I like ran to the bathroom and was like washing my mouth out in the sink. And I was like about to cry, and it was really funny, and everybody thought it was funny. So yeah, I wish that didn't happen, but I didn't drink it, and it was really scary, and I got sad. Yeah, uh, I've definitely been there. Didn't that happen um, to you at a rave? No. So I was uh, I was in this fucking opium den. Hell yeah. I was in a basement. Um, and yeah, you know, I leaned down, you know, to take a fat rail off the table. Mm -hmm. And Hot it turned rail. out to be fucking anthrax. And I had to go to the hospital. What the fuck? Yeah. It was, it was the crazy. band? Yeah. Dude, I snorted fucking John Lee Gibby into my body. <laughs> Don't look that up. That I made that name up. He's not an anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> I do know one of them. I think his name's Scott. And he has a long beard. But other than that, that's not for me to say. <coughs> yeah, it was disturbing. That happened to me uh, last, I probably told him on the podcast, uh, New Year's, Cat was performing at this ball drop at downtown Boise outside. It's like 
35 degrees and there's like just five families there and she's on a huge stage and there's literally just like cold it was pretty cold i think 35 35 it's not even freezing it's not great no it's not great to be outside just hanging out on a fucking ball drop i feel like it was definitely colder on fucking the middle of winter i don't know all right, yeah. I'll I don't look know it why up, man. I'm, I don't know why I got so defensive. Doesn't about need to be that. a point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. It was, it was cold outside. Wrong. <laughs> Wasn't that temperature? <laughs> it was cold, is what I'm saying. I lost my train of thought, and I went and get a big barbecue sandwich. And this is like the weirdest one because this happened to me several times. And I would start eating barbecue sandwich, and it was just basked in wine. And it, like <laughs> it was just pulled pork and wine. It like. And I, like, ate a bite of it. And then I, like, made myself throw up in a bush in front of a family. Because <laughs> I was still on ants abuse. I was like, who did this to me? And I fucking, <laughs> I went up to the food truck and I was like, why would y'all do this? And they're like, you didn't ask. I'm like, why would it even be in there? What are you making? <laughs> wine pork? It didn't say wine pork on the sign, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> why would it just be wine pork? Oh. Yeah, it's a nice Cabernet and a nice aged piglet. You fucking dork. Yeah, dude. Uh, I had a similar thing happen to me, dude. I fucking ordered a cheeseburger, and apparently, dude, it was just doused in Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> this is at Hardee's. This is at Carl's Jr. <laughs> Where they now serve Mad go, Dog you burgers. Fuckers. <laughs> Here you go, you goddamn cunt. That's what they say. Tastes like homelessness. <laughs> Free of charge. Actually, we're going to pay you five bucks just to watch you eat it. It's just a crowd of people. Yeah, that happened to me. Well, this is a sad one. Uh, I went to France. <laughs> yeah, is that me in <laughs> France? Is we went to this small little beach town by Normandy, and this one I should have known because I, I, I mean, well, no, you know, it's not my fucking fault. And I got a big old bucket of like clams and shit. Like uh, I don't even eat stuff like that, so I don't even know why I got yeah, it. I was like, that does not seem like Casey, yeah. the kind of guy who goes <laughs> to McDonald's, asks for no cheese, just <laughs> just meat, and then puts salt on it. <laughs> I eat the cheese. Uh, I don't <laughs> eat condiment. And it was like supposedly like spicy seafood. It was like crawfish and all kinds of shit. And I I ate a couple of them, and then and then it was like full of like good liquid and. I ate another one and I just felt the burn of alcohol go down my throat and like into my stomach. And I like started feeling good. Like I'm sure it was just placebo, but I could taste the alcohol. Like it was wine and it wasn't cooked out. It was just like, they were just soaked. It was just like a bucket of wine with seafood thrown into it. And, uh, I like looked at, I was like with a whole table of people (laughs) from my trip and I just like start tearing up. (laughs) They're like, what's wrong? (laughs) It's just sad. And I was like, I think there's wine in this. And then this guy got really mad at me. It was this really flamboyantly gay guy. And he was like, uh, I'm sorry, do you need more attention, sweetie? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I ran to the bathroom and made myself throw up for like fucking 20 minutes. It was just, it was really good. And then, uh, yeah, and then I met a Ugandan girl and she was, she became my girlfriend over there in France. <laughs> hey, see, sometimes bad things happen for a good reason, Casey. Yes. So you do you think you'd be here girl. today if that didn't happen? Well, no. Without Judith, is that what you're asking? Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be anywhere without Judith. I have a lot to thank her for. She's very nice, and she was very weird, and I really <laughs> regret the relationship. She's very strange. Um, <laughs> she was fine. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think it helped me a lot. I think Wine Clam is definitely a great name for a post-punk band, and I also think that Wine Clam tastes really bad, and I don't want it anymore. Uh, yeah, so the only time that this really happened to me is I had a friend over one time, and I, for a, some reason, I was... A kiss friend. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And for some reason, I was drinking a lot of bottled water. Sure. You know? So, like, I've been I had, that. like, water next to my, like, in my room. It was on, like, my TV stand. And this person had, like, a fucking water bottle filled with gin. And I guess they left <laughs> was it. Was it just clear? Yeah, yeah. And it was in a it was in a regular like a fucking Dasani bottle or whatever. It looked the exact same as my water bottle. And I picked it up and took a big old swing and it was just fucking gin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the just, hardest it liquor. Is it's so, so gross. gross. It was just warm. 
just warm oh, gin no. in a water bottle. So it fucking like burns the plastic out of the fucking shitty water bottles. <laughs> this gives you all those beepy eyes or whatever. Fucking spit in the fucking yeah. And I was same thing. I was on antabuse. I was like <laughs> I was like sober for like two months. And I'm like, oh no, and just spit it. At, Help! Then I did it again later. <laughs> I did it twice. Like why? Did you tell her? What, did she have a problem? She must have had a problem, too. I don't know. Dude, she had a water bottle full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not her, like, I'm going to bring a limerita. This is like, fuck it. I'm, I don't know where my son is, yeah, so I'm going to start drinking. That was a thing that I used to do a lot. Yeah, I just, sure. I always had, I would fucking, I would bring a water bottle of vodka, I, and I would stick it in my waistband, and I would, I would bring it, like, everywhere. Yeah. Like I just have a water bottle of vodka on me at all times. I'd like, hide them in my trunk, and they'd be emergency vodkas. Dude, I would just have them shoved in my waistband, <laughs> like in my pants at all time. <laughs> just like be at the movies. I'm like, nah, I can't not drink for like two hours. I'm just fucking <laughs> taking sips of vodka and warm-ass liquor and then you just heated by my body. <laughs> and then you just end up missing the movie because you're outside of ripping heaters. <laughs> That's what that's the story of my life. I still haven't seen the whole fucking Hobbit trilogy because I just get trashed and goddamn go there with friends and just crank heaters on the sidewalk. Casey has a big problem about walking out of movies because he can't go the whole time without smoking. I gotta get a smoky poo, man. It's fucking stupid. We should be able to smoke in there like Cape Fear. Cape Fear is a great movie and he smokes in that, so you're gonna tell me I'm not as good as Cape Fear. That's a valid point. Yeah. So Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, and I'm also like Robert De Niro. Um Yeah, um, so <laughs> I saw another trailer for The Lighthouse today, and it looks like Robert Patton strangles a seagull in it. So. I did. He did. <laughs> so I'm really excited for that. I did like the look of that. It looked like a real seagull. I can only hope that fucking PETA gets off our dicks long enough to where we can actually fight some seagulls for once. Because <laughs> they deserve it because they eat our hot dogs on the beach and our potato chips. Now that should be... Listen, everyone's all fucking up in arms because football is too violent, right? Yeah. Like, oh, get over fucking it. head injuries and, you know, life-threatening stuff. Uh, I think we should start a new sports league where we fucking try to wrestle seabirds. For sure. And I guarantee you, most humans, we'd be able to do it. Yeah. So it'd be almost 100%. Fucking just right. hot glue a bunch of Cheetos to your body and just fucking try and see how many singles you can kill. And you get to put razor blades <laughs> you on your heels. You get fucking five minutes, dude. Just see how many seabirds you can murder. <laughs> you get to put razor blades on your heel like you're a fighting chicken. And the championship is always in Panama City Beach. Yeah, for sure. And they it's sponsored by fucking uh, Ether. It's sponsored by Starting Fluid. By America's own starting fluid, <laughs> which is my favorite brand of starting fluid. Yeah, it's got all the good ether stuff in it. Yeah, it's got all the good chemicals. You want to just go ahead and keep in there because it makes you, your eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know, brother. I don't know, man. You think Stone Cold Steve Austin never go to the beach? Yeah, probably, dude. And he fucking puts his big old meat hands in the ocean, and the ocean recedes 20 feet, <laughs> causing a fucking tsunami. tsunami on the other side of the world and <laughs> kills a million people in Taiwan. Steve Austin! <laughs> no! There's just a fucking just cataclysmic hand wave coming because <laughs> he fucking displaced all the water. Yeah. Ocean's scared of Stone Cold. They're like, dude, he's gonna. F the ocean's like, he's going to stone cold me and smash me over his head and drink me. And so the ocean <laughs> runs away. Fucking filtrate me and make me into Miller Light. I'd like to get Stone Cold and fucking bring him to a barbecue, baby. Uh, yeah, me too. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really funny. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. It's not getting any easier not killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would tend to agree. <laughs> We got our feet up on the chairs. We're over here lounging. Like We're a just hanging of, out, dude. A couple of sponges just absorbing the world around us. <laughs> yeah, I'm 
I'm when when he says that I'm filled with mold and bacteria because we always leave our sponge in the sink and it's covered in old food. <laughs> <laughs> covered in old and fucking taquito just, juice. We rub it all over our other dishes because we think it'll clean them, but meanwhile there's a whole ecosystem of bacteria swimming on all of our plates and cups. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it smell like mildew. Uh, <laughs> I have been listening to a lot of Towns Van Zant and a lot of outlaw country folk music, and it, I have never wanted to just leave it all behind more. Driving over here, I was like, I'm close to the highway. Casey has been talking about just leaving and going to Nashville. I could make it. I, I don't know why Skype you go to in. Nashville, though. You should go to Memphis. Memphis is Memphis a trash is a town, trash town yeah. times two. Memphis fucking smells like poop, literally. <laughs> The whole river smells the like The whole duty. city smells like shit. It smells awful. And people just do backflips for currency there. Backflips are like currency. Memphis <laughs> is literally like Nashville got back on the bottle. Mm-hmm. And, and Nashville's just mad and disappointed. And went to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> Nashville's having all this I'm success. walking in Memphis. <laughs> begging for change out on the street. Because I need to get my fix. <laughs> Smoking cigarette butts I find on the ground. Just Put change in my hat, please. <laughs> That's a pretty good song. That wasn't bad. About a homeless man in Memphis. That's good. Type of city where they fucking take cigarettes out of puddles and dry them out on a hot day just to get a fucking buzz. Yeah. Backflips is currency. We saw a guy do six backflips for like two dollars, um, <laughs> which is just not the ratio you want to get. You got to hold yourself to a higher standard. You want to say you want to see a backflip ten spot in my hand right now. Yeah, you know I'm starting to fall in love with the idea of Memphis more and more. Just talking about it, the whole city smells like shit, mm-hmm. and there's a casino like twenty minutes away. Yeah, and there's always an old blind man playing at every single bar uh, (laughs) whose fingers are just calloused over from never being able to afford a guitar pick. (laughs) Yeah, but somehow we can afford a piano. (laughs) That's that's on Lind from the house. The house always wins. It's actually a program they have down in Memphis. It's to get rid of old pianos, so they put them in poor people's houses. It's called misplaced piano. (laughs) <laughs> it's called fettuccine piano uh, It doesn't really make any sense <laughs> Yeah man And then they just pay them in goddamn hush puppies Like they do in fucking Fort, <laughs> Fort Myers <laughs> That's how they pay people in Fort Listen, Myers Listen man, man I'm gonna fucking I, I want you guys to re-roof my house I'll do it for a fucking bucket of hush puppies <laughs> <laughs> And you get those Memphis Hush your mouth child I want two buckets <laughs> You get enough hush puppies in that Memphis climate, they'll they'll stay hard as a rock. You Dude, can you shingle fucking your turn roof. into a hush puppy. <laughs> <laughs> you can shingle your roof with hush puppies. You get enough of those boys. Keep the sun away. Eco-friendly, too. Yeah. The sun just absorbs and then is re-emitted into the atmosphere by hush puppies. Yeah. Greenhouse <laughs> effect is because of hush puppies. Mandela effect. Is it hush puppies or hash muppy? <laughs> or hash muppet? I used to do videos for Barstool Southern where I would go interview people on the street and try to be funny, and they weren't funny at all. <laughs> and I, for some reason, back then, I couldn't. I would. This went on for like, I did like four separate videos. So I probably put like, let's say conservatively five hours into trying to think of questions before I went on the street to ask the questions. And the only question I could ever think of is, What's your favorite Muppet? And it was never funny. Because <laughs> people. People are, if you're going to do the man on the street, you have to be prepared for you to be funny. You can't just have random people be funny because they're, I was like, what's your favorite Muppet? And then they'd be like, uh, Grover. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, <laughs> all right, let's cut. <laughs> That's a good take. I talked very feminine when I was in college. All right. That'll be it. Muppy, 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 muppy. It was fucking beautiful. Stupid. But, uh, yeah. I went to a big uh, cookout, um, uh, like a big black cookout, and there was all these girls in bikinis, and they were all twerking on me, and there's a video, and it was funny, and it was good for me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was pretty nice, man. It was nice. And I asked, what's your favorite Muppet, and they didn't answer me. So, Shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Bye, Muppet, Muppet. All right, I got a pretty good idea to wrap up this episode. Whatever won't it be? We can do a good old classic 
one-on-one Grimms around the horn. Let's do it. And I'm thinking the theme should be uh, Grimms goes to a low country boil. <laughs> deal. <laughs> That's a deal. You want me to start it or you got it? Yeah. Me? Yeah, you can go for it. Louisiana, 1995. Baton Rouge. It's the big annual cook-off. Crawfish, crawdaddies, crawl sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> the three crawls. And Grimace pulls up on a goddamn tandem bicycle with a fucking <laughs> skeleton on the back of it. <laughs> he came from fucking Milwaukee and he rode so fast his partner passed away from exposure. <laughs> Skin was ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> it had like a face, like a like a science like video or something. Like it was the skeleton's face was smiling. <laughs> they had so much fun before they disintegrated because he went at warp speed. And he pulls up to this crawfish, and there's there's already a whisper campaign going on. What the fuck is that thing? <laughs> what the fuck is that smell? I've been smelling crawfish all day and crawl sneakers, and, and now this invades my nose. And Grimace kind of gets off and does a big old stretch and does a like a Maori dance stomp, like to announce his arrival. <laughs> like the, 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 like a you are not the father dance. Yeah, yeah like the, the like the Maori war dance from New Zealand. So he's stomping. He's like, Hoju. No, no. And everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? And he just reaches in his pocket and he gets a $100 bill out and he just throws it in one of the boiling buckets of water. Somebody's like, what the fuck? And he goes, no, no. Which means there's only, is, there's much more of that where that came from. And he fucking picks up a basketball that was rolling down the street and just throws it in the boiling bucket. And everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? We're trying to have a cook. This is like the finals. And he fucking uh, grabs somebody's arm, and he just bend it. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened? So yeah, people are just starting to get pretty upset. He's like, "Man, you're fucking tainting the flavor." And clearly, <laughs> like basketball. yeah, clearly, Grimace does not understand the concept of a low country boil, which is you know typically uh, crawfish, andouille sausage, potatoes, corn, you know. Usually how you do it. The hits. So Grimace is going around, and he had brought just a huge bag of trash. And he just starts dumping trash in the boiling water. And, you know, there's a horrible... I mean, the swamp already smells bad, but it's smelling like swamp and New York City had a fucking baby. <laughs> which is just making everyone's eyes water. And, you know, the people are starting to get pretty upset, you know. Like, people down in... Uh, down in Louisiana, you know, they don't take kindly to strangers, you know. So they're like, all right, listen, big purple man, uh, coming in here, uninvited, dumping trash uh, in our crawfish bowl, you know, we're, we're not going to have that. Uh, so Grimace, uh, visibly upset, you know, sensing the conflict arising, mm -hmm. um, starts to thrash around. He kills two people instantly. From <laughs> just his extremities hitting them directly in the jaw and just killing them on the spot. Um, then Grimace goes, and much like uh, bobbing for apples, he sticks his face in the boiling water and <laughs> singles out all the corn cobs and puts them in his mouth like a big old chipmunk. <laughs> he just starts fucking spitting them into the sky at warp speed, creating sonic booms. <laughs> and uh, the the noise had alerted the police. So the police come, and the area is surrounded. Now what? It's like the goddamn Boston bombing. They're just fucking ready for business, and they know who the perpetrator is. And some of those corn cobs end up hitting Malaysian Flight 370, and it, <laughs> it goes down over the Pacific, <laughs> never to be seen again. Later, later he goes and drinks all the oil, so they have no fucking clue where it went. And the police are all surrounding him, and goddamn Steven Seagal's there. He's fucking there to shoot a movie, and uh, Grimace says. He puts his hands up. They go, okay, I think he's going to submit quietly. And he just starts kind of doing like a drag queen dance. Like he's fucking twirling his hands back and forth, back and forth, back and <laughs> forth. And they're like, what is he doing? But it looks pretty cool. <laughs> and and he, he kind of does them in a semicircle. And it starts creating this gust of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and this gust of boiling water and then Dewey sausage and, and crawl sneakers and, 
it's fucking just tearing through this crowd and just fucking <laughs> <laughs> eviscerating people and melting their goddamn bones and shit. And <laughs> the cops have, they have, they're hightailing it out of there. They're fucking, Hey, can I ride with you? Yeah, let's ride together. Let's do whatever we can do to get out of here. And it's melting all the cars and everybody's got him <laughs> screaming and it's forming like a big, like flood of molasses and fucking and Dewey <laughs> sausage and blood and bones. And it's just tearing through the street at goddamn 30 miles an hour. And it, it goes to city hall and <laughs> all the fat cats are up on the, on the top floor and they're all hiding from this goddamn flood of blood. And then what happens? <laughs> so there is a huge ruckus going on in Baton Rouge. No one knows what to do. People are fleeing for their lives. And Grimace just starts to scream. I mean, <laughs> just scream at the top of his lungs, just, just yelling. He's yelling so loud that the fucking water in the swamps just starts to boil. <laughs> People are just dropping dead, dude. The fucking everything, dude. He's yelling so loud that it creates the air to heat up. And every, it's just hot as shit. It's like 300 degrees in Baton Rouge. The fucking bricks are just melting. People's blood is boiling. The, the swamp is boiling. And he just yells. And he fucking just uses his telepathic brain. He lifts everyone into the air. He fucking shoots everyone into the sky and uses his eyes and drags them to the swamp and boils the entire population of Louisiana. <laughs> Much like he turned Louisiana into the biggest crawfish boil ever. And then fucking while he's doing it, he calls a Guinness Book of World Records to come. And they fucking begrudgingly. <laughs> well, he's right. <laughs> they begrudgingly give him a, a plaque for for doing the biggest low country boil ever. And yeah, so Grimace killed about 30% of the population of Louisiana by boiling them in the swamps. And uh, <laughs> then their bodies were absorbed into Louis sweet Louisiana soil, uh, creating a prosperous uh, area for livestock and for, <laughs> for corn growing. And that is how Louisiana turned into the way we know now, which is a very beautiful area for crops and farming and uh, finding human bones in the soil. <laughs> Out of a massive tragedy. <laughs> grew a new nation of terrified individuals who Cajuns were all, who were all just scarred and that's how Cajuns were born <laughs> they're all just scarred like the alligator people of Hiroshima they're all just like yeah, super and, melted and then and then um, <laughs> Emeril the, the chef flew back in from uh, uh, LA because he was doing a shooting there and he, he gets out of the uh, he gets out of his airplane at uh, New Orleans International, and he goes, uh, "Bam!" And that's uh, that's it. And then that is when it's <laughs> funny, <laughs> and that's when it's at its funniest. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was good. Yeah, a couple things to edit out there, but I think we really got the job done. I regret this entire podcast. We did some bad stuff, but <laughs> goddamn, did we do five minutes of good stuff? <laughs> and that's what it's all about We could almost about. edit this together for one decent clip Yes, <laughs> and that is typically what I try to get out of each show Maybe I can get 30 seconds of good banter And we normally bring home the bacon, folks That's what it's all about Alright, well, thanks for listening to the Grimby Half Hour Power Bus uh, Bigger than ever and smaller than shit I tend to agree I wish I was a bald eagle so I could throw a turtle on somebody's head. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs>